that's why I think it's better for us to just use as much as possible, just natural, simple. Sometimes the simpler they are, the better they are, you know? So yes, I think it goes with everything. I think also in life, the simpler it is that, you know, I mean, live simply and then you can enjoy it more. Hi, I'm Tanya, and you're listening to Janda Bachanda. Today's episode is our tribute to Earth Day, and on the show, we have a creative entrepreneur who founded the eco-brand Ibubumi, which translates as Mother Earth. She initially rolled out the brand out of frustration with how toxic modern options can be to care and clean for our bodies, households, and even pets. So instead of complaining about it, she researched the best traditional alternatives using local ingredients and created the ultra-cool Bali-based Ibubumi label, coupling the best of the old-school ways with a modern twist. And really, if there's any takeaway from this show, every day is Earth Day. Without further ado, let's hear from the founder of Ibubumi, Annette Ratman. Happy Earth Day. Oh yes, happy Earth Day. Yes, like it's, it's doing really well now. There's no pollution. Stay home, work from home is actually is a good thing for mothers to have a break. So we can see more positive things for the earth, which is good. Um, for the first time ever, my subak, which is just outside my house, running clear water. There's no rubbish. It's not stinky. So it's, it's been great for the village, actually. Um, yeah. So these, right? Right? Yeah. So we, well, basically, what we, um, how we started was when we, you know, um, walked around our village um, in Bali, and we live on the coast, and so a lot of things that we've seen for the last four years have changed. You know, there's more rubbish um, wherever we go, and then the beach is just horrendous with lots of plastic pollution and I've lived here for you know more than 12 years and and this is where my kids go surfing or swimming and this is where we play and so it's very disheartening to see all the changes that's happening in Bali and that's why we started to look at you know to look back like how come when we were kids you know stuff like this this you know like all this plastic and things like that were not so rampant um i mean i don't know whether probably i'm older than you so you can't remember the mr abu who comes to you know um comes around the village selling abu for to wash dishes or you know your grandmother using lerak to wash clothes so there were so many alternatives back then that you know that um, are less less uh, that's but not as harm you know, it's harm, harm, harmless to the um, to the environment and we we're thinking why can't we go back and then let's look at the things that we've done in the past uh, look at all the you know what our grandparents were using and and all those things were actually are natural you know, so a lot of the stuff that we're using, for example, for laundry, has lots of things in it that are, you know, are not good for the skin, for example. It's, it's like it's all chemical-based. So we thought that maybe going back to nature and then giving um, products that are made by nature and natural as possible, like, the, like, for example, the soap nut, which is, you know, uh, lerak or clerak in 
in Javanese. Those are just by nature, for nature, it's for you. It is, it's, you know, it's, it comes from a tree. And, and you know, we've, so we've started go. okay, let's just, you know, find out more about this Larak. Um, and then, you know, my grandmother was a batik maker back in the days. And, yeah, so she was in, you know, during World War II, she had her kids, so she, was, she had a batik factory, but it closed down back then because of the war. But she always washes, you know, since then she always washes her clothes, all or mostly batik in Lerak. And, you know, we, up until now, I still have some of her batik. And they're like, you know, it, the colors doesn't fade. And it's all because of the, you know, the, 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 the softness of the, um, um, of the saponins, the, 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 the laundry, um, the, the soaps. From, from the tree itself. It doesn't strip off any colors. It, you don't need any softener, for example. All you need is just, it, it's soft on its own. So it's like, it's, I mean, it's like magical. And I was like, why didn't we remember, you know, why didn't we have this as, as, uh, and use this every day for, for all our clothes? And so, yeah, so I've, we've switched. I've switched for um, a year and my son has eczema. So he's like, um, and that's gone, you know, ever since we took it, we switched to um, soap nuts, so that's gone. So we developed that into other things, like, you know, making it into regular soaps, yeah. or shampoos and things like that. Um, so, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of things. And we thought, look, there's so many other things that we can do. But it all started with soap nut, of course. And then we move on to, you know, no plastic and then making it because you know it's just ridiculous if you go to Bali beaches during the rainy season. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's it's like you know, and then you see cows, you know, and 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 the beaches eating rubbish and plastic is one among them as well. So um, it's very very sad. And I mean, there's a it's a movement that was actually is happening in Bali with the bye bye plastic bag with the girls. And um, people in Bali are getting more and more, um, you know, the locals are getting more, they understand why we should, like, you know, change this, change the way we live, because one is their livelihood, just, you know, it's, um, tourism is a big, it's a big part of it, and nobody wants to go to a, a dirty beach. <laughs> I'm quite lucky that I, uh, I used to work in advertising before, and then, so I've got a little bit of knowledge here and there on how to make things. Um, so yeah, that helped me in making all the designs and things like that for the brand, which is good. Um, yeah, but like you said about um, uh, products, why didn't we go back? It's a lot of things are, you know, it's perception. People think that if there's more suds, if there's more... Uh, bubbles that means it's going to be cleaner and in reality you know it's it's actually it's foaming agents <laughs> that are making it more sudsy so it makes you think that it's cleaner so yeah a lot of things a lot of our mindset and uh, you know what we know have to be changed we have to you know just um, you know all the brainwashing that's been done before so we have to I mean, I mean our parents time they didn't have any issues with a lot of our issues that we're having now. 
right. especially in terms of pollution and things like that. And they're still, you know, they're, they're alive, they're well, in fact, stronger. <laughs> Once you, you realize what's in a product and then you, you study what they are, it's sometimes they're scary. So that's why I think it's better for us to just use as much as possible, just natural, simple. Sometimes the simpler they are, the better they are. You know, it's like you don't need a lot of um, all the extra um, scientific names. Um, it's those are the things that you should worry about because they might just have a an effect on your skin, and they're not you know natural in the sense that we're our body's been used to for a very for hundreds of years, for example. So it's, it's it's like it's a recipe for everything. Sometimes even when you cook food. You know, the simpler the, the simpler the ingredients, the better it tastes. The more you put too much things in it, it's just lost. It, it's lost and the taste is not there anymore. And, you know, it just doesn't taste nice. So, yeah, it's, I think it goes with everything. I think also in life, the simpler it is that, you know, um, I mean, live simply and then you can enjoy it more. You are still listening to Janda Bachanda. Annette's outlook on the socioeconomic impact of the current corona national lockdown is the potential for a positive change of creative resourcefulness within the nation. She recollects Indonesia's own recent history in the late 90s during the economic crisis when many local brands emerged in response to hardship of importing goods from abroad. That same resilience is what she believes will save Indonesians once again today from the disappearing urban center jobs to emerging village-level industries. And now let's get back to our show. For sure. And it's going to get better because I think that with a lot of things that's happening now, people will start making things, you know, resources can be sourced mostly in Indonesia and, you know, in, in all the islands. And we've got so many, so many great um, raw materials from Kalimantan, from Sulawesi. I met somebody who was... Um, who used to uh, help me, you know, pick up uh, my son from the airport. And he goes, you know what? My dad does like, you know, essential oil, especially for, um, you know, that he, he drew it himself. And if you want, I can bring it to you, you know. So there's lots of, uh, lots of untapped um, suppliers out there. <laughs> and they're all, you know, so it's, it's good. And I think it's, 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 it's going to be, you know, it's, 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 um, it's the challenge because a lot of things that we get is from, mostly is from abroad, but then it gives more people here who left their, you know, their, uh, probably left their job can go back to the, to the farms and then, you know, um, go back into making essential oils from, you know, what their dad's been doing. So it's like, for example, for that driver um, that I, I talked to you about, he's going to go back and then start making his own. And, you know, because this is going to be, I think this pandemic just changed the whole, the whole way of things. So maybe people are going back to farming again, and, you know. So maybe this will also change um, Indonesia and we can get more natural products that are, that we all can be very proud of. Thank you for listening. 
For more episodes, you can check out our archives on jandabachanda.com or wherever you get your podcast. Also, to let you know, we will have our very first workshop on Janda Proofing on May 2nd. That's the must-attend virtual workshop on how to have a plan of preparedness to secure your family's future in the event of life-changing experiences. Save your seat by emailing me at saya at jandabachanda.com. Goodbye for now.